Where's Ralph? He's over there, hogging the hell of a good dip for his big game ritual. Oh, boy. Hey, Ralph, can we get some of that, too? Yeah, yeah, soon. Almost done. First the carrot, two taps and dip. Then the celery. Ah, yes, now the chips. All dipped in creamy, hell of a good dip. Mmm, delicious. Yes, it worked! Get the dip made with real milk and cream that wins every time. Not just good, hell of a good. Welcome to the Pot of School podcast. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> you were that, one. that shit. Yeah, well, it's no fun if I tell you in advance. Welcome, everybody, to the I... Pot of School podcast. I am CJ, and with me, as always, my hetero life mate, Rico. Happy Halloween, brother. Yeah. Fuck my name. My name is I'm pissing myself from that reaction. <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, uh, my <laughs> really bad Dracula impression. Oh man, that, I I gotta admit, man, it takes a lot to surprise me, but you did a really good job just now. I do my best, brother. I do my best. So <laughs> happy Halloween! <laughs> happy Halloween, man. Um, before we get into Halloween, the holiday, and the movie, and all, let's do our usual. Uh, catch everybody up how things are going so uh i guess mm-hmm. we'll start off with with you what's the uh the hashtag fat fuck follow-up hashtag fat fuck follow-up is really kind of still i mean i'm still going um Good. i uh but i'm i obviously i didn't go i didn't i don't go fridays and saturday well i don't go saturdays um because saturdays are my really fucking busy days sure. um which today i mean we're actually doing something sort of you know uh we're not doing our usual type which is we usually record on sunday uh afternoons well we're actually doing you. a late night well <laughs> yeah for me well sundays in general but like we're doing something weird which is we're recording on saturday night well um not really <laughs> it's sunday for me <laughs> Right, so the goal is we're going to do this until it's uh, Sunday over in my neck of the woods. So, what, oh, fuck no. I have to be up for a charity event in six hours. So, oh, let's... Sh- all right. Yeah. Well, we're going we're gonna to speed them. Yeah, well, no. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm still going. Um, I can feel I can feel my... Uh, I can feel things tightening. Let's put it that way. Well, that's tightening like, like just toning or tightening like... like, 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 like Toning and, okay. and and also like I'm pushing it too much. Like okay. Michael and I so, can be a little bit competitive, and when it comes to actually lifting weight and doing on the machines, I can usually do it better than he can. Right. Which is sort of good for us. It's it's good for us to push each other, but um, to the point where I'm like, don't do that, don't do it, because you'll hurt yourself. And right, where we every time we go to the gym, we both have to go to work later that day. So right, and it's the key is don't hurt yourself. You're absolutely right. Hey, I had a thought actually. 
and if you want me to cut this part Just of the conversation what? out, I will. But um, like like Jay and Bob get old, do we want to do like a like a a number? Like Jay talks about how many days he's sober. Do you want to like talk about your progress in no. terms of poundage? I mean, no? I, I don't. Even, I haven't even like kept track, so I have no idea. Oh, you could start. <laughs> I mean, I tried doing it on Twitter and being like, "Okay, it's day eight or some shit," and then I just like no, stopped I, tweeting about it every I, fucking day. So no, no, I, I have no. no idea how many days it's been. I'm not talking about days. I'm talking about poundage. Like, if you're trying to lose weight, oh, we keep. No. I don't want to do that because I, I actually, I, I got really pissed off and I was weighing myself and I didn't see any change, even though I knew I was doing it for like a week and a half, even losing water weight. I wasn't even losing water weight. So well, yeah, but- I was getting really pissed off and that's just more discouraging. So okay. what I told Michael and I told myself is I'm going to like weigh myself like every month and then see the improvement that way. Well, for what it's worth, but it's no, any- I don't, I don't really want to, I mean, Okay, well, for what it's worth, if it's any help, because, like, honestly, when I first started going to the gym, I noticed an uptick in weight, not downtick, and I figured out what it was. I was putting on muscle tone. So it goes up before it goes down, or it stays level before it goes down, because you're changing into muscle tone, and then the other stuff starts burning off. So for what that's worth, that's probably what's happening. So not that, being That's critical. what I assumed it was. What's that? That's what I assumed it was, but yeah. I also was trying to eat healthier too and avoid like too much sugar and all sure. that, all that other shit carbs and stuff or bad carbs anyway um yeah bad carbs anyway all right well good glad things are still going well we'll continue with that the other thing i want to touch on real quick before we jump into the topic of the day is um cuz we haven't been pushing this as hard as we should i'm doing it on twitter but we haven't talked about it in a while and that's the hashtag kevin ben reboot Trying to connect Kevin and Ben Affleck again. Would still love for those guys to be friends. Like this has nothing to do with whether or not with they, well, us too, but whether or not they make a movie together or anything like that. But it would just be cool for them to be friends again. And now with Ben coming out of rehab and and uh, ending his re- most recent relationship and not being Batman, he's gonna have some time. So maybe it'd be a good time for them to reconnect. Maybe uh, Smith can, maybe Kevin can extend the olive branch and, and they can hang out and talk. Speaking to Smith, we also want to give some love out to Grace. She was That's in right. the hos- hospital recently. Apparently, according to Kevin from his Twitter feed, she's already out and everything's okay. So, yay for that, because Grace, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, she, she birthed our hero, so. And I. I don't do a Moser well enough to do the grace that he does, but it's when he's impersonating his father. But I, I, I don't actually. I don't think I've heard uh, Moser's impression of Grace. It, no, no, it's his impression of his father yelling Grace when he's like, "Grace, the boy's fucking up again," or "Grace, the boy's reading those funny books again." But he, I'm not doing it any justice in those in those examples. I've, heard uh kevin Im- imitate his father donald and be like you know it's the part where he's like talking about the cats like all these cats were scampering yeah. at him and he was making all this cat food a giant tr- fucking truck he's like fucking hate this shit grace oh no there's one where they and moser started it kevin started doing it too but moser's the one who like started it where he's yelling as donald going grace 
the boys reading those stupid yeah. funny books again, things like that. So it's uh, right. it's pretty funny. But uh, it's on old episodes of Smodcast. They've put out a couple since recently, but I haven't had a chance to listen to them yet because honestly, like, I got too much shit to listen to now. <laughs> yeah, like our own shit. Well, yeah, that's part of it. But um, so speaking of our shit, let's uh, I felt let's like there was something shit. else. Yeah, I felt like there was something else I wanted to give an update on. Oh well, okay. So our our topic tonight is Halloween. We're putting out this episode Halloween weekend, and we're going to talk about the Halloween movies. But I also want to talk about Halloween just in general. And in that vein, they released season two of Castlevania on Netflix on Friday, and. Deb and I have already watched all eight episodes. So I've never watched a single episode. I was never into the game. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's, it's like, I don't know shit about it. Well, do you like a good vampire story, though? Because that's really what it boils down to. I, I do. I love a good vampire story, but I'm not overly fond of anime. That's well, that's really, yeah. that, that's, that would be a big leap for me to be like, okay, yes, vampire, but anime. I'm not, I mean, in all, no disrespect to all the anime lovers, I just, it's just a whole type of animation I haven't jumped into. I at least should get credit for at least trying uh, the Miyazaki films. Yeah, and and Somewhere. they're a little bit different, but definitely, you yeah. know, still anime. I Here's what I recommend. Season one's four episodes, Rico. So, mm-hmm. so it's 12 got, total. It's 12 total between the two seasons, and it was like 20... 20 months between season one and season two. So it's uh-huh. been a while, but check them out. It's worth it. It's, I mean, I know you say you're not a big anime guy and I'm not going to give you shit if you end up saying you don't like it, but it's worth giving it a try if, just because it's a good vampire story. Forget the game, forget the, you know what I mean? Like, well, I still need to fucking catch up to uh karate or uh, Cobra Kai. So oh, did you watch the free one yet or no? No, I haven't watched shit. That's what I'm okay. saying. I'm, I'm I gotcha. so backed up on on everything. I still need to re. I still need to watch Daredevil season three. I still need to fucking catch up on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I got so much shit that Michael keeps reminding me that we are behind on. Would you, but, you know, find it hysterical what? that I live in this area and have not watched more than one episode of It's Always Sunny and wasn't really impressed? Was Dave DeVito in the episode? Um, I don't remember. Because Honestly. he shows up, I think, in the second season. And it was already a funny show to begin with, but he drastically improves it just by just by being a part of it. If I recall, he's a producer from the beginning. He may not have been on screen for a while, but he's been a producer from the, since the beginning, I think. I don't, I don't think that's true. I think what happened was is his kids were fans of the first season. And then uh, they said, if you can get on this fucking show, you should get on the show. Right, and he, I, th- I think he looked them up, or they looked him up, because even though the first season was really good, they were like still unknowns. So, like to have Dave Vito reach out to them was like it legitimized the show. Basically. Sure, sure. Um, I don't, I don't know what season it was in. All I know is that the radio morning show out here that I listen to, Preston and Steve, they were on the episode, so I watched it for them, so I don't even know what episode or what season. I don't remember what was going on, honestly. I don't remember the context of the episode, because it was a while back. So You know you know who would know is Michael. Michael is, like, one of the biggest experts of Exploding in Philadelphia. Like, that is, you know, that is his Sopranos. 
that is his breaking bad. He knows right. everything about uh, it's always sunny. I mean, if you ever want to bring Michael on the show, which I'm all for it, that'd be I've, a great subject to talk about. But I've that would told you, you to watch some of it. Yeah, I've told you to bring him on. I'm all for it too. Um, well, the only thing I'll tell you talk about. Well, yeah, we talked about that before. But um, I'll tell you this: if you're going to talk to him about the episode that I watched, it they didn't play themselves in the episode, so I don't know unless he knows enough about just you know people that would have guest starred on the show as other people. He may not, which he may know that stuff. But if he doesn't know that specific, he mean they weren't on the show as Preston and Steve. We'll put it that way. So. He usually is, he's pretty good about names and stuff like that and actors, but like, he really does what most people do is Rico. Okay. This guy was in the, sh- was in It's Always Sunny and he's a motherfucker who was in that movie with the fucking thing. And, yeah. and I, have to, I have to play 50 shades of what the fuck to figure Six out degrees. what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Halloween, Halloween as a holiday first quickly. What was it like for you as a kid growing up? Oh, easily my 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 all time favorite holiday growing up. Um, Halloween for me, the holiday. Because look, my birthday's in June and Christmas is in December, so I get six months of getting gifts. And right. That's that's a really good balance. But Halloween is that thing where it just comes right just before Christmas. Where you get a little like, oh, that's awesome! I get I get to dress up in a spooky costume, and even though I'm not, I was never and have never been a uh, cosplayer. Right. I love costumes and I love dressing up, but I I think I overthink what I'm going to be and then never really plan ahead. Uh, I don't make my own costumes. I I mean I go to Goodwill and sort of mix and match and figure out what I'm going to do. I go for easy ideas. I'm not right. going to be like, okay, I'm going to be, you know, fucking Jack Skellington. I have to make my own head and, you know, and knit a, knit a fucking goth suit. I just be like, all right, I'm going to be Jack Skellington. I'm going to buy a fucking costume. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, just, just be able to walk around, you know, spooky streets, get fucking candy, dressed up as someone for free. I thought is just a brilliant holiday. I know it's been commercialized up the ass, just like every other fucking holiday. Oh, sure. But it's it's definitely has a huge soft spot in my heart. Um, even when I was younger and I was afraid of like watching scary movies, I had that weird thrill of adrenaline of rush of watching a scary movie, being totally fucking terrified and like pissing my pants in fear, but loving that thrill. And it's only for that, like. It's just for horror films because I know there's no danger, but like go doing something that I would actually legit be afraid of. I will just not do that. Like if I am getting a phobia of like being in the ocean, I just won't go to the ocean. If I just have a weird feeling of like, I, I do not want to go in the ocean today. I don't know what it is. I will just refuse to do it. But horror movie, I can, I can, well, now I'm fine with them. Sure. Sure. Well, see Halloween for me, was always kind of a mixed bag, no pun intended. Um, because, like, there's aspects of the holiday I really enjoy, and there's aspects I don't care so much about. Um, I'm not one for dressing up. So me dressing up in a, in a costume from time to time happens, but I'm not like, oh, what am I going to be this year? Like, that's not a thing for me, you know? Um, well, what about when you were a kid? 
No. No. Not really? really. Like, I mean, I dated it, but, and I, I, I don't really remember, so I guess I used to get excited about it, but, like, I don't look back at Halloween with, like, great fond memories. And then when I was, like, 12, I think, my grandmother died on October 29th or 28th, something like that. So, Jesus. yeah, so it, that pretty much destroyed the holiday for me that point going forward not the whole thing but like that that energized excitement for it like it just went away you know so mm-hmm. but there's certain things i still enjoy like i know there's movies that are out there like i'm not a big horror fan you know that we've talked about it but like like i love the great pumpkin charlie brown i still watch that every year around halloween i try to sure. make it a point you know um and other halloween themed stuff like i'm not a big fan of the nightmare before christmas though I got to be honest with you, like that's. I think it's kind of dumb. I I actually didn't watch it for the first time until like last year, I think. Oh really? Or the year before? Yeah, because it just it's like that thing we've talked about before, where if things get popular, I don't want anything to do with them, you know, unless I was on board from before they got popular. And like by the time it hit my radar, everyone was like wearing clothes and hoodies and carrying bags. Everything from our topic. Right. Right. Basically. So I was like, nah, I'm good. And then I finally saw it, and I was like, really? This is what all the hype's about? But to be fair, I did the same thing with something like Office Space when I finally saw it, or, 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 um, um, shit, what's, what's that? No, I've never seen that, actually, but, um, there's, um, there's a movie, the two Irish guys, um, I keep on this. Oh, Boondock Saints. It is Boondock Saints, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. And even then, I was like, eh, okay. Like, it wasn't. I'm not saying it was bad, but it wasn't. Like, it. It didn't live up to the hype. We'll put it that way. None of these things lived up to the hype for me. Well, for Nightmare Before Christmas, I did grow up with it. Like, it was one of those movies. Like I was talking about earlier about it. Was, it was sort of a scary movie, but it also wasn't because right. it's it is a kids' film. But is it is for for a very young child, it can be fucking creepy and really sure. scary and. Um, and I think that could go with more or less most Tim Burton movies. I mean, yeah, the fact yeah Corpse that he Bride, has, number nine, all those things. Yeah. Well, he didn't do nine. He, I he thought just he produced did. It. Oh, yeah. he produced it. Okay. Well, he also didn't direct uh, Nine Before Christmas either. He produced that too. Right. That's 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 uh, Henry Selleck. So basically, even Henry Selleck, the director, said my job was to make a Tim Burton film look like a Tim Burton film. Yeah, it right. really had nothing to do with him. Um, Tim Burton, all, all Tim did was contribute a, uh, it started out as a poem and it was an inspiration because he was, he passed by like a mall and it was, he was like window shopping and they had, they were taking down the Halloween, um, ornaments and decorations and putting up the Christmas stuff. Right. So there was as so they much do. Of Halloween and Christmas at the same time that made him think of like, whoa, what if there was a place where both was at the same time? Which begs the question, is that before Christmas a Christmas film or a Halloween film? Yeah. See, to me, it's a Christmas film. If I was to say if it's a Christmas film and I and where Halloween tries to overtake Christmas, that's how I look at it. So, I agree. But I also watched it all the time. Like, I would watch it fucking Columbus Day. I, right, I, and, I didn't really give a shit. And that's the funny thing with me. There are certain things that I won't do outside certain times of the year. So, for example... Like pumpkin spice stuff or pumpkin pie, don't give it to me before October first. 
don't don't try it. No, no. The fact that they had pumpkin spice coffee at Wawa on like August fifteenth, kiss my ass. Nope, didn't go near it. You said you said October first. Yeah. Did you mean November first? Nope, October. October first is okay. Wait, but hold on. I may I may have misheard you, but did you say August afterwards? You said October right. then August. Okay, no. that's what it was. I, I I'm thrown off. That's my fault. No, it's okay. They um, what I said was they have they had pumpkin spice coffee there in August. They had it available as right. early as August, and I'm saying fuck you, no. <laughs> I mean, but theoretically, could you buy a pumpkin pie anytime? Yes, and I won't eat it <laughs> unless it's between the no, months no, of I October. No, I don't mean you. I know you have your fucking weird morals about pumpkin pie, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking you, like, do they only release it out? Like, you can't fucking eat that shit. You'd have to make it yourself is what I'm saying. No. Unless, uh, no, it's not as readily available as it is this time of year, but you can you can get it in the middle of July if you, you want it. it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just, I just won't eat I just, it. I think I just realized I've never had pumpkin pie in the middle of July. And cool. I think I'd like to experience that and see if I'm going to be as pissed off as you. You probably will. No, it's not even about pissed off. It's it It's... It sullies the enjoyment of it. You know what I mean? Because I just, I, I tie it to, okay. The thing I the most is like, I don't want hot cocoa during the day. I would want hot cocoa on a cold, weird, dreary night. You know what I mean? Like, there's something about that. Like, I can, I can get it. I understand. I, I would agree with you on that, except for like, if, it, if, and see, you never lived in these conditions, but like, if there's a blizzard and it's like a Tuesday and you're home from school because there's like, almost a foot of snow outside, I'm going to drink hot cocoa at like one o'clock in the afternoon. I will. But those are the <laughs> circumstances that are rare, are rare and and where I would normally agree with your scenario. I would. So I agree with you, but there are exceptions. And I guess there's exceptions to every rule. Like, for example, if if the 1st of October is like the Monday after things, mm -hmm. then I, I'll... Bend the rules and have it on that Saturday, which would be like the 29th of September. Do you know what I mean? So sure. However, that that said, you know, so there's certain things like that, and I think the same thing with certain kinds of movies. Like I won't watch The Great Pumpkin in the middle of the summer or something like that. That won't happen. You know, not to get way off topic, but like there's a movie that I will only watch around Easter, and I'm not a religious person anymore. You know that we've talked about it, but like. I love the Ten Commandments by C.C. Deville, and I will. Deville, you mean? What's that? Is it C.M. Deville? I don't know. No, I think it's C.C.C. You, might, you yeah. might be right. Um, but I will only watch that around Easter. I won't watch I mean, that year round. Like I won't just randomly put that in like I would with like Infinity War or something. I mean, I would watch Infinity War on Easter. No, I would do that too, but my point is I'm saying like I'll watch Infinity War or something like that year round, but I won't do that with the Ten Commandments. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't even think I've ever seen the Ten Commandments. Dude, you know what? Like, here's the thing. I know you're not a religious person, but I think you would appreciate it for the filmmaking. Cinematically? Yeah, exactly. Because you're that much of a lover of cinema. Wait, we were all way off. It's it's not CC DeMille, it's Cecil. B. DeMille. That's you're right. Yep, yep. You're right. It's You're absolutely right. I am wrong. I don't know where I got CC from, but yeah. That's I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I hope it's like he has a relative in CC and it's going to be like CC DeMille. I don't um, know. It's it, it was close. It was close. Um, 
I mean, I don't even think I've ever actually seen. Like, I mean, I've, I don't even know what the fucking Easter movie is. It's that. They always show it actually on yeah. Palm Sunday. I'm not joking. Like, I mean, ABC I'm runs it every I, year. Both my parents, even my mother, was not even like a devout atheist like my father. We really didn't celebrate Easter. It was more sure. of like a get together for the cousins and like maybe we maybe we decorate eggs, but really it would just like be my mom and I like decorating eggs and then like eating them. <laughs> it was yeah, really yeah, nothing like super special. Right. And, and and my dad I'm sure was anti that shit. I'm sure, and I'm sure he's anti the movie. But again, I think you would enjoy the movie just from a from a cinematic perspective. You know, I know the religion I, would be lost on you a little bit, and that's fine, and I get that. It makes perfect sense. You know, but um, um, he, he and I, he and I watched uh, the greatest story ever told together, which is just basically Bible in three D. Okay, there you go. Um, but anyway, we're <laughs> we're getting way off yeah. topic here, but because um, this is this well, is it Halloween, kind of, it kind the, of bleeds into what we're talking about because sure. I I don't actually have a Halloween movie that I watch. Usually, it's a horror film. I mean, I just I think what I do is I was every year I more or less pick a a horror film that I haven't seen in a while or at all. So sometimes it. it'll be the original Halloween. Sure. Sometimes it'll be Nightmare on Elm Street. Sometimes it'll be Nightmare Before Christmas. Sometimes it'll be like Insidious. As long as it's a scary movie, I'm happy. That's my little tradition. Um, but I honestly, I think I saw The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, maybe once in my life, and I think it was like four years ago. I, I didn't. I, I wasn't raised with that. See, I was. I was raised on Peanuts, so. There's the Thanksgiving well, I special, peanuts, but I never, I never, I that one always like eluded me for some reason. Yeah, there's there's the Great Pumpkin, there's the Christmas special, there's the Thanksgiving special, and I watch, I have them all on Blu-ray, and I watch them every year. Like that's that's important to me. That honestly, that is the most adorable thing I've heard you ever say. <laughs> you have you have all the peanut specials on Blu-ray. Like yep. that is kind of adorable. Thank you. Um, did you see the Did you see the Peanuts movie? Oh, the, the one that came out a couple out, like, years ago, or whatever. Ago? Yeah, yeah, I did. It was it was okay. It was better than I was expecting. Um, just because coming off the heels of the Muppet movie that they did with Jason Segel, yeah, which I was really hoping yeah. would be good, and and the Looney Tunes movie with uh, Brandon Fraser, which I also was hoping would be really good, that wasn't. Well, that's like a that, that's like what. Ten fucking years ago, maybe at this point, but you got to remember how far removed from like Merry Melodies and the original like Saturday morning cartoon run of those are. It still is, you know. I mean, the Muppets movies a way off from the original. Yeah, too. but I think yeah, but I think Looney Tunes back in action came out in like two thousand two. Uh, I don't know. Let me look. Um, that said, the the point being is, I went I went into it expecting to be disappointed a little bit and I wasn't, which was good, you know, cause they could have done stuff like make Snoopy talk, mm -hmm. which I was afraid they were going to do. And they didn't, you know, they really kept to the, um, the spirit of the, the peanuts. I agree. Which I Although liked. a little bit of me would have been a little bit of me would have lost my ass off as Snoopy was like talking to Charlie Brown, like, Hey, Charlie Brown, fuck you. Like, just the total random fucking Brooklyn accent. Be like, you fucking asshole. What are you doing? You all depressed and shit? Fuck you, Charlie Brown. I gotta admit, I'd love to see that version. for, no, just, for just Not for a whole movie, but like for at least, you know, not have Snoopy be the main character. Just be like, 
have him peppered in every like 20 minutes or so. Like Charlie Brown, just like good grief. And then all of a sudden like, Hey, fuck you, you bald fuck. Oh, thanks Snoopy. Yeah. No you're problem. The, fucker. You're that guy that like the dog. They replaced Brock. I'm not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouth people. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. I ain't with on Family Guy, aren't you? Oh, uh, wait. I didn't like that. I didn't like. <laughs> no, that was. <laughs> that was uh, Tony Sirico. Uh, that was Tony Sirico, not R- Tony and Rico. It was. Um, that's the guy from uh, Sopranos. He, he okay. plays Polly Walnuts. But, uh, right. But it was it was bad I, is the point. I didn't, I didn't like that. I, I mean, first off, I was still just like, motherfucker, they killed Brian. And then I was like, oh, God. I mean, I, I love me some Italian dialogue, but this is really fucking retarded. Well, it was over the top, but like, and it was on purpose, as Family like Guy usually is. So that's that's what that yeah, was. I, I remember Michael was watching the entire time trying to figure out how I was reacting. I'm just like, I mean, this is funny, but I really want Brian to come back because I love Brian. Anyways, we're fucking getting way off topic. We Let's, never uh, do that. Yeah, back to Halloween, and my and one of the things I can remember real quick because you talked about going around trick or treating and all that stuff, and I remember the one year I thought, I swear to God, we're gonna get killed. We are going to get killed for this. My mom gave out pencils for Halloween <laughs> one year. Oh, uh, you should just erase that from the episode. <laughs> But yeah, no, they were they were orange and black pencils with like bats and pumpkins and things on them. I mean, at least it wasn't fucking raisins. No, we did that before too. We've done that oh, before as well. God, you are just you are literally digging your own grave, buddy. Yeah, well, that was years. It was years ago. Although and, I, don't, I don't really think you can be blamed for that. I think no. I think your mother has needs to come on the show and and uh, explain herself for that shit. They were. They were uh, on. You guys have BJ's out there? Do we have what? BJ's. It's like Costco or Sam's. Do you guys have those? We have Sam's. Yeah, okay. we have Sam's and Costco. I, whatever. We're, we're, I mean, when you ask me, do we have BJ's? I'm like, I mean, not currently. <laughs> well, Dino is on your lap. But anyway. Um... <laughs> Bad paper tongue. I don't know. Thank you. Um, no, but seriously, the, the, so we had this membership to, it's one of those warehouse shopping places and they were like, you got like 200 pencils for like 10 bucks or some shit. So, 
Well, I'm sure candy wasn't that fucking expensive either. No, my mom. My mom's a nurse, though. You got to remember that. So every once in a while, she'd go for the let's try to be healthy thing. You know. Yeah. Here, I'll, let's get you lead poisoning. So I'll see you in a week. Yeah. But um, <laughs> there's that, and then I have the yeah, one year. I remember my mom had to work because, like I said, she was a nurse and she worked overnights. Right. She did seven p to seven a was normally her shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one year she had to work for Halloween. So my aunt came over, who's a nun, and she was in charge of your aunt's a nun. Yeah, my one aunt is. Yeah. So your uncle is Jesus? No, no, it's not like that. She she's married to Jesus. Okay. She's your aunt. Yes, but that does that's it's a metaphorical marriage to Jesus. Thank you. I think they wear wedding rings. Some of them do. She doesn't. But um, oh, she's she's got another she's got another uh, god on the on the side. <laughs> anyway, when Jesus is out of town, right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she. That's what she gets liberal with the devil. So, oh God, I stop. Just stop while you're ahead. Um, I don't think she's gonna listen to this. No, but. Somebody will, and you'll will have offended somebody. Um, when I was six, though, yeah. When I was six, um, the so she was there babysitting me or whatever, and maybe I don't remember. Anyway, the trick or treaters wanted to come inside the house, and my mom had kind of always told me never let them in the house. So like I. I threw a fit, like, no. And my aunt bodily carried me up the stairs and, like, I don't want to say locked me in my room, but basically grounded me till my mom got home. And then when my mom got home, she told her what happened, and my aunt got yelled at because I was doing what we were supposed to do, and I, my aunt got yelled at for uh, disciplining me for that. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm glad that story ended that way because that I'm glad that story uh, turned out the way it did. I was, as you were describing it, it just sounded like it was going to end in a really, really creepy, fucked up way. Like, you know, it was Halloween. I'm six years old. All these, and these older kids want to come in. And I told them no. And then my Catholic nun aunt dragged me up the stairs and locked me in the room. Like, where the fuck is the story going? I mean, like, this is the beginning of a horror film, what you were describing. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. But it was just funny that... Because then the aunt who's a nun is my mom's younger sister. So mom's got the age on her. So, you know, mom pulled okay. the older sister card and well, young. Well, speaking of horror films, did you watch Halloween? I did. So for for those listening... I'm a, I'm a huge, massive Halloween fan and a big Michael Myers fan. So much so that, like, peppered throughout the episodes, if you watch them or listen to them, you can actually hear me make usually on average like one reference of Halloween or Michael Myers. And yep, uh, even uh, Stephanie and I, we did a episode together. We've only done three so far, but that's going to change at some point. We did an episode of Rico's Rants, my YouTube channel. Uh, where we reviewed Halloween. She had never seen it. And uh, if you want to know 
more or less her opinion on that and more or less my opinion on that. I uh, give that a view. Um, but Halloween, the movie, has always had a special place in my heart because it was the first film I ever saw with my best friend, Michael. Um, it was one of the... I mean, I think I'd seen bits and pieces on like late night AMC, you know, horror movie nights where they would play like, the fourth one or the fifth one or something like that. But I, I always kind of knew and was aware of the Halloween franchise. Like I would, I was that kid that would roam the movie, the, uh, movie, uh, video stores, like the one I work at now and like, look at the horse section, kind of getting that adrenaline rush of just looking at the covers and being kind of creeped out because they always have a scary, image on the back or on the front, you know, you kind of like, I don't know. I was sort of a weird fucking kid. I mean, I still am in a weird way. I was going to say, that hasn't changed. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't change much. Uh, I just got bigger. Um, Thanks to all that fucking pumpkin pie. Um, (laughs) So Halloween, just the ambience, the suspense, the lack of blood, actually. I mean, I'm not that I'm against gratuitous blood, I just like the fact that it was a legit scary movie and it didn't have to rely on any gore. It was all music. It was essentially for me, it was Jaws on Halloween night, which I know you're not even a fan of, of Jaws that much, but like you can understand the similarities. Yeah. Um, I thought Donald Pleasance, uh, who we talked about in the James Bond episode, uh, he he did a great job as Dr. Loomis. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, I mean, that was her first movie. And she always she already kind of acted better than the other people in that movie. Like, well, that, all of her friends. Never mind. You I mean, finish all, what your thoughts are, and then I'll talk about it. I mean, she definitely has some bad moments. There's some moments where she's, you know, obviously you can tell she's she's an inexperienced actress, but you can tell that like the passion's there. She's... There's that, I mean, there's a cringeworthy thing where she's like, when she's kind of moaning, like, ah, ah, it just doesn't sound great. And, uh, but I thought she, and, you know, her character is in the first movie, not the brightest, but she's definitely more, she's brighter than her friends. Like, she's constantly dropping the fucking knife. She's constantly dropping the fucking, uh, you know, she, she fucks up Michael Myers so much, you would think she'd actually like, like, Enough is enough, and just stab him repeatedly in the fucking face. But like, I, you keep getting up, stab it. So I could, I could describe the whole fucking movie, and we don't want that. So why don't you just tell me what you thought and be honest? I want, I want to know your opinion. Well, I will tell you that Steph has already heard this because I called her earlier on her trek to you and told her oh, this. So oh, she's already heard this. I will first tell you, I rented the movie, so I didn't watch AMC or any free version. I paid three ninety nine to get the full unedited version of the movie. Was it three ninety nine? Well spent. I want my money back and my hour and a half back. It oh is my the god! How dumbest did you say that? fucking thing I've ever seen. It was horribly stupid. In what way? Okay, the acting was terrible. It was a low-budget movie from 1978. What good acting is going to be in... Are you hearing this shit, Steph? Oh, she's... <laughs> I knew this was coming. Deb, Deb predicted 
th- this I would be the shortest our, episode our, we ever have, and maybe the last episode. Um, <laughs> I want a divorce. You want a divorce? <laughs> um, the, 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 yeah, the acting was terrible. Well, look the, at me puffing on this fucking blue cigarette. We get light up in here. I saw it. I have one of those, so I know how it works. Um. All right, the acting was terrible. Okay, what else? Just shit over my favorite film. Go ahead, go ahead. Are you, what in my opinion, you want me to stop? I'll stop. No, 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 I want to hear it. I want to hear it. The inconsistency in the movie was ridiculous. In what way? What inconsistency? Oh, okay, well, the first off, so if I follow the story correctly, and you please correct me if I'm wrong, because I will take correction if I'm wrong. Michael Myers kills his sister at age six. Mm-hmm. And so he's 21 when he escapes from the asylum. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that asylums were in the habit of teaching the criminally insane how to drive. Because where the fuck did he learn how to drive the station wagon? <laughs> okay, so that that's is not the only one, but that's that- one. All right. Well, if you if you bring up points, I will try and defend them. Okay. Sure. So sure. that actually has been like you, you're not the only one to be like what's up with that. And even Doctor Loomis at one point says like he was learning how to do it great last night. Like he was doing fine last night, which means so, he may have just watched it. The only answer I can come up with that is way back in when they were making when they were doing older films, they would make a tie-in book to go with it. Do you remember those? No, but I'm not going to debate that because I don't know it. Back when people were still reading on paper, uh, <laughs> they would like fucking release a book that would tie in with the movie. So like I literally had Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines on book format and they always expanded it and they always tweaked a couple things. So like there was a book form for Halloween. And they expanded on that as well, where the because the author saw the movie, loved the movie, was like, where the fuck did Michael Myers learn how to drive? And wrote in a little segment about how Michael Myers, every time he was like, you know, uh, transported somewhere, he would always pay very close attention to how to drive. I mean, but okay. if really that's your biggest, I mean, no, you, I, I understand. What, all right, what, give me give me another one. That's the only way I can defend that one. It's just that he paid very close attention. Okay, but that's that's a valid. If if that's the defense, that's a valid defense because I could see that being conceivable, even though it wasn't addressed in the movie. Okay, still I can give it that. Right. I'll give you that. Then when he stabs the boyfriend, Bob, I think his uh, name was. Where's Ralph? He's over there, hogging the hell of a good dip for his big game ritual. Oh, boy. Hey, Ralph, can we get some of that, too? Yeah, yeah, soon. Almost done. First the carrot, two taps and dip. Then the celery. Ah, yes, now the chips. All dipped in creamy, hell of a good dip. Mmm, delicious. Yes, it worked! Get the dip made with real milk and cream that wins every time. Not just good, hell of a good. The moment you realized you were mistaking your kids for co-workers? Okay, team, I'm uh, taking my 15 now. Taking 15 what? 
was the moment you knew it was time to get back to work. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, our simple, customizable search tool lets you search for part-time, full-time, and even work-from-home jobs so you can find a job that fits your lifestyle. Get started now at CareerBuilder.com. <laughs> yeah. The angle in which he brings the knife down and pegs him into the wall or a cabinet or whatever it was. I'm not debating what he stabbed him into, right? But then they do the long shot, and the knife is three inches too low from where he should have stabbed him based on the way he brings the knife down. It was basically in his stomach, like a straight shot. But when they, when they do the camera shot of him stabbing the guy, it's an over-the-head, over-his-shoulder motion. That is shit that should not be. That is should be sent to Hollywood Babylon for shit that should not I think, be. I think it was. Oh, might have been. I don't. I. I'm, I mean, but, I mean, was. okay, all right. I can't. I can't defend that. That that was. That's an error on John Carpenter. I mean, it was a low budget. Go ahead. What's the next one? Um, like honestly, you said that Jamie Lee Curtis was. Uh, what did you say? Was she did some really good acting, or what? What was the line you used? Because you you had a really good line when you. Were I don't. Talking. I don't. Remember, I don't remember the line. I think she. I think I said something akin to like she. She was a better actor than most of the other people or something. Well, that's not hard to, to do in that film. Those people were terrible outside of like the doctor. <laughs> I'll give you the, the doctor and her and and you know what? the multiple incarnations of Michael. The sheriff. Nah, he. I mean, he was all right, but like he wasn't on screen enough to really have judgment. I think he had three scenes in the entire fucking movie, maybe four. <laughs> okay. I mean, um, it is a like low even, budget movie. I mean, well, okay, but like everyone talks about this thing like it's this great masterpiece, and it's not. It is. No, no, it's. It is. It's, no. No, I'm sorry. You are the low majority of this. Like I'm you were the you were sure I am. I guarantee there are not many people who hate this movie as much as you do. Deb, it is Deb regarded likes, as a classic. You got to understand something. Deb likes these movies. She likes these kinds of movies. She really does. Like this is maybe not as much as you do. And I'm not saying that as a shot at you, but I'm just saying as a scale. But she definitely enjoys uh -huh. horror movies. She She's actually more of a Freddy person than a Michael person, but that's, you know, everyone's got their thing, so whatever. But sure. when I told her that I needed to watch this movie for this episode, her immediate reaction was the original one, oh, God. I mean, and she you likes say, oh, movies. God, because it was bad, or oh, God, you're going to hate it? Um, I'm guessing both at this point. <laughs> I would love to get her on this episode. Can we wake her up? Because no, she's sick. Know... She's sick. She's really not in good shape. We need to let her rest. But both of our girlfriends are dead in the world right now. Yeah, I need I need some fucking backup. This is some bullshit. <laughs> it's not bullshit. I'm stating facts. Bullshit. It was no, your your fact is bullshit. Okay, and then I'm gonna touch on some things you touched on. Fucking. Stop dropping the knife next to the guy. The other one. Oh, okay. One other major inconsistency. This one should be shit that should not be if if it hasn't already been. So okay. at one point, okay. she jumps into a closet to protect herself. The One of those slatted closet, you know, that with the French doors or whatever. Yeah. Or what? I don't know if they're not French, but whatever. Whatever those sliding doors are. 
Not nothing fires it. Yeah, I know. And all right, well, I'm, we have listeners here. I have. I'm talking to them too. They, I guarantee they've seen this fucking movie. They're all with me on this one. I'm hoping not, because I'd like to think our fan base is more intelligent. Um. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> For all you listeners, tweet at us and you let us know who was fucking right. Sure. Um, But no, so she jumps in the closet and she takes like a rope or a a bathrobe thing or whatever. And I'm I'm not worried about what it is to tie the handles together to keep him from opening the closet. I think it was a coat hanger, but okay. No, no, she takes a coat hanger to stab him in the eye. That's what the coat hanger was. I know. I think she takes another one and wraps around, but I may be wrong. But it doesn't doesn't matter. She wraps something. Yeah, it was definitely a piece of cloth of some sort. Um, and he eventually, first off, as much as he shook the things, they would have fallen off the tracks. That's one thing. Number two, finally he breaks through. She stabs him in the eye with the hanger, and he falls over for the second time. And then she goes to leave the closet. And you never see her untie anything, and she just opens the one door. So the way the doors were tied up, he could have just opened it up. Based on the way she tied it, and then the way she opened the door afterwards, there was no breaking through necessary. CJ, you are fucking nitpicking like a motherfucker. I am no, it was was bad. It was was bad. I will tell you one thing, though. It was really right. the, the 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 one thing that impressed me, and you're going to hate this. I know you're going to hate this, but what impressed me was I now understand. Do you watch? Have you ever watched wrestling? Are you a wrestling fan ever? No. Okay. Well, the Undertaker in WWE does a move where he sits straight up and then does the cocks his head to the left. He does it every time he gets knocked down. And it's the same exact move Mike Myers did when he sat up outside the closet after that scene we were just discussing. So at least I know where that comes from now. Because I'm pretty sure he ripped that off from that movie. And I will say that he ripped that off from that movie because he came out long after the movie. So, you know, that's that's him ripping off the movie for sure. But so let, me, let, me, let me get this straight. Yeah. The one thing you liked. Oh, I'm not even saying that's what I liked, but I, I at least was able to understand something now. For the for the for the for the extreme safety of our friendship, can you tell me that you at least liked one part of it? Um. Oh, good God! The the really? the, the Mike Myers costume looked good. I don't even like that you're calling him Mike Myers. It's not what his name. Okay, Michael. Would you prefer if I said Michael? Is that I would because he keeps right. saying Mike Myers. I'm thinking you're talking about fucking Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. <laughs> All right. Michael Myers looked oh. fine. Although I oh. thought you never saw his face. I thought you were never supposed to see this dude's face, and you see his face. Well, look, so the history is they, they never intended to make a sequel to this. Okay, that's fair. So I'm just... They, 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 and that's they actually wanted to show that he was, like, a young, good-looking... They actually wrote, like, he's an, he has an angelic face. That this guy who's committing all these atrocities... Behind has, this, yeah. Like a, you know, behind the mask is a, is a beautiful angelic looking person with the right. uh, despite the fact that his eyes all fucked up in the throat hanger. I mean look, I'm 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 mostly mostly exaggerating my my discomfort with the fact that <laughs> good. Because I like was a little movie. concerned about our You're, the future of the show no, after this. No, I'm 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 embellishing I I am disappointed, but um but you're not a fan of horror in the first place. So but I you can know, actually it, it wasn't the horror that 
turned me off. Like, I was laughing through most of it. Like, I really was. Like, it was just that bad. Now, I will tell you for what it's worth, the Deb sat here and defended you a little bit and was like... I would love to hear this shit. No, no, for real. She was sitting here and she was saying, she goes, look, this one, you're right, this one is bad. She agreed with me on that, but she immediately said that they progressively get better. You know, and then there's some bad ones in the middle too, but they do, but they do get better and they do get more, you know, horror based as opposed to like what this one was. So, well, this one was mostly just suspense. It was just a suspenseful film. And I mean, really John Carpenter said it, that he just basically made a German expression film set on Halloween. That's really all it was. I mean, um, Look, I, I, I am maybe exaggerating a little bit. I, I didn't hate it. I probably will never actively watch it again unless, like, like if, if we were hanging out and it was Halloween and you were like, dude, I kind of want to watch this, I wouldn't be like, oh, God, I'm leaving. I'm like, all right, put no, it on. No, I'm going to make you watch the other one so you can fucking suffer even more. Well, I've seen H2O. I told you that a while ago. And actually... Okay, it, well, that, that was my next question is you saw H2O and yeah. you saw this one. Did you yeah. think they went they went together? I got to be honest with you, I don't remember a whole lot about H2O, and I even said it to you when we talked about it the first time. Like, I, I don't remember yeah. a whole lot about it. I I know, I'm pretty certain Laurie Strode shows up in H2O, because she doesn't show up in all the movies from what I understand. So you would know that better than I would, but I don't think she's in every one of them. But I think, want- she wa- I think she was in H2O, if I recall. She is in H2O. Um, and... Actually, I was so I have a couple questions about the movie, and this is not me shitting on the movie. These are legitimate like questions that I felt like weren't <laughs> addressed that maybe you know the answers to, okay. you know. But um, before I ask them, I will tell you I think the two little kids that she's babysitting are grown up in H two O. I feel like the characters make a return as grown ups in that movie. Am I wrong about that? Not in that movie. Um, the you'll actually laugh at this one. Okay. The kid, the kid who plays Tommy, the boy that Laurie yeah. is babysitting. Yeah. He, he comes back in the sixth one, which is the one before H2O. Okay. And it's, it was, it's called Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers, which really some people love that one. Some people hate that one because there's actually two versions out there. There's a producer's cut and there's a theatrical cut. Okay. So it was, it was like the fan four stick movie. Right. Before it was like that for Halloween way back in like '96 or whatever it was. So the actor who plays uh, Tommy Doyle is Paul Rudd in his first movie. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and he's even credited as Paul Stephen Rudd, I think. Okay. The earliest thing I've ever uh, seen him in was an episode of Friends or a, a run on Friends because Deb runs watches episodes of Friends, and he was well, Phoebe's. he was a clueless. He was in the movie right. Clueless. That's true. You're right. I have seen that, and I think I saw it before Friends. So you're right. I'm correct. Correct. But they they were more or less filmed around the same time, so it's really debatable which was his first. I, movie. Oh, I definitely saw Clueless first, though. Like for me, like my first viewing would be Clueless because I didn't see him on Friends till I met Deb, and Deb was watching reruns of Friends because I never no, watched. No, no, I met I met Halloween uh, Curse of Michael Myers. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So um, here, here's here's the run. So it's Halloween. Then there was two. Halloween 2. Right. Which came out three years later, or uh, I want to say it's 80 or 81. And that was 
that uh, that takes off the same night as the first one. Okay. So it it, re- it does the same ending, which is bang, bang, bang. I shot him six times. Looked over, he's gone. And then the did you even like the music? Did you at least, did you at least give me that? I've always liked that music, even before I'd ever seen any of the movies. I like the music. I think it's a cool little tune. I like it. Did you think the music at least helped the movie? No. Like I can understand. Oh God, I can understand you not liking the movie if there's no music. No. I didn't think they utilized it correctly. Like that song in general would help the movie, but I felt like they didn't use it right. You know what I mean? I think I'm, honestly, I I think I think you're being too a little bit too vicious on on a guy who had only made like one fucking movie before that. Look, no, I know John Carpenter's a genius when it comes to movies as a whole. I love some of his movies. You know what I mean? We've talked about it. I love little a big trouble in little China. I love the two escape movies. I know a lot of people don't like LA, but I like them both. Um, right. You know, there's other movies he's done that I'm, a, I'm a fan of, and I understand that he's considered a, a, a you know, a, he's up there in status. You know, I don't know if he's like Spielberg, but he's up there, you know, he's up there. He, he, you know, he's he, not so much recently, but he's definitely up there. Um, sure, and I respect a, that. Uh, and I know that. And, and if this was his first thing, that's fine. Um, Look, that's the second thing. You seen a movie uh, Assault on Precinct Thirteen before that? It just wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't. And and that's fair. And I'm, you know, I I know there are people that love these movies, yourself included. And I'm not, you know, I'm giving you some shit because that's what we do. It's our friendship. It's our show. But at the end of this, this is all friendly banter. Right. At the end of the day, Sorry. you like these movies, and that's fine. And I'm not. And honestly, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. It intrigued me enough that I want to see the one you've seen, the new one. And I want you to talk oh, about so- it, but don't don't get into it yet because I still have some things I want to talk about on the old one. But you know, I, well, it did intrigue me to want to see it. Now, am I going to go to the theater and see it? Hell no. But, I will wait. Yeah. But I. Vives en Virginia. Si recibiste la vacuna contra COVID-19, sigues estando protegido. Este otoño estaremos poniendo dosis de refuerzo para ayudar a prolongar esa protección. No olvides que el Departamento de Salud de Virginia sigue siendo tu mejor fuente de información sobre el COVID-19. Para saber si puedes recibir la dosis de refuerzo y programar una cita, visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682. Este es un mensaje del Departamento de Salud de Virginia. I'm not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. I will. You bitched about three ninety nine for the for the classic one. You're you're not going to spend ten bucks to see a one you probably won't like. Because if I'm being honest, I didn't love the new one. Okay, all right. Well, and I want to hear your review and I want to hear about it. But I do have some questions I need to ask you first. And I actually have a piece okay. of trivia for you that I don't think you know. Um, okay. Well, I know you probably know the trivia, but there's a caveat to it that I know you don't know. We'll put it that way. Can you ask? Can you can you give me the trivia in a, in a form of a question so you can see if I can answer it? Do you know where the name of the city is and comes from? Addenfield. Yeah. Uh, is it, because I think isn't from. 
Yes, I do. Uh, Deborah Hill is from New Jersey, so it's from Haddonfield, New Jersey. Right. I'm five minutes from Haddonfield, New Jersey. Motherfucker, I, I would actually, like all this bullshit you're giving me, if you mm-hmm. stood in front of a sign that said Haddonfield, I would actually instantly forgive you. I could do that. We can make yeah. that happen. If you do it with a mask on, I'll even be fucking happier. That ain't happening. <laughs> what if it was a clown mask? Like you I don't do a young mask. mask. I, I legitimately don't own any masks, and I'm not going to go buy one just to take the picture. Dude, I right, have to replace it. my entertainment center right now. My receiver That's... shot. Well, I'm not talking about right. Like, I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm talking about like I don't know. It could be fucking a year from now. I don't care. No. Okay. Well. Anyway, no. But I I legitimately live in live right near Haddonfield. My my bank is in Haddonfield. The one I opened my account in. So. That's that's pretty fucking funny that you you're like you just didn't like. Deborah Hill's fucking masterpiece, and she's from basically five minutes away from you. Yeah. Disrespecting motherfucker. It happens. So, um, no, but but right, what are your questions? So, right, so, so I had the one about the kids because I thought I thought they were in H two O for some reason, but you're telling me they're not, and I I have no reason to no. argue against you because I I don't remember. Um, well, Laurie, Laurie, Jamie Lee Curtis has a son played by Josh Hartnett in in Seven. So you may okay. be thinking that's the grown-up kid. That's the kid grown up. Maybe, it's, it's her maybe. son. She does show up in that movie, right? Because I remember them making a big deal that she hadn't been in a she, couple up to that point, if I remember. Okay, so ask your questions, and then I'll give you the quick rundown of the franchise, as quick as I can. Okay, so um, number one, there may not be an answer to, for real. There just may not be an answer to it. Why the hell? I mean, the, I don't. The genesis for why he's killing his sister makes no sense to me. Like, there's no rhyme or reason. Except, is is it just because he's pure evil and that's really all there is to it? And if that's all there is to it, then fine. But it, I felt like there needed to be more of a reason. There is. They exp- they they expand on it throughout the series. I could tell you. Please, it's really fucking yeah, stupid. I'm like sure it is. But go ahead. All right. So let me just run through the series. Okay. So the first one you saw, Halloween 2 picks, picks up the same night. Yeah. And it's uh, Laurie Strode is in the hospital. She's kind of like out of it the entire time. She's just under. And it's all about Michael Myers going through the hospital, stalking the nurses, the doctors, the orderlies, all that shit. Okay. It's actually kind of a creepier vibe to it because it's like it's a building and he has more of a, of a, of a body count in this one because there's okay. a huge dramatical difference between the first one and the second one. Which well, is and, and the, not sec- to, the second one? What? Not not to interrupt you, but that's I think that's part of my problem with this movie. Like I'm not a big bloods and gore and, and you know mass murder type of thing, but like for as much the as I've heard, of, what's that? The kills in the first one were kind of weak. Well, yeah, because it's not even that they were weak, but they like spoilers, people, on a forty year old movie. But like, it, <laughs> it, you know, you wait. It's an hour and 33 minutes long, and you don't really get any major kills until the last, like, 20 minutes. Um, I would say... Maybe the last half hour. I'll, I'm not, I'm not going to quibble over. But the point is, except for the yeah. opening scene, you don't get any, any... It's all... It's more of a stalker movie than a, a horror movie, really, is what it boils down to. Yeah. One of the reasons why this movie is actually legit scary for what it is because you just basically pinned it. It is a stalker movie. 
it is all about how a psycho puts on a mask, has a kitchen knife, and can walk around completely free because there is everybody else in a fucking Halloween costume. So who's going to fucking react to someone running away from someone who's brandishing a knife when they think it's just a couple kids fucking playing a prank? Right. Who's really going to fucking call 911 when they're so used to 911 calls being made because they think they saw something? Halloween is the worst fucking time of the year, probably for any cop, because they're like, what the fuck is real? What the fuck is fake? Right. So I don't think Michael Myers intentionally was like, oh, dude, Halloween's the perfect fucking cover for me to fucking stalk my stalk these fucking sisters, uh, babysitters. So the, the scary part of it, just like it's, it's realism. Yeah, he gets stabbed. Yeah, he gets fucking shot. But the realism of the fact is that he's just a fucking nutcase stalking babysitters and they have no idea that he's behind them half the time. Right. Which, which for the, for the credible credibility, that kind of both infuriates me and um, amazes me. That this guy is breathing. Have you ever, been, have you ever worn a mask? It sounds like this. You heard that sound a couple times throughout the release, the version I saw. Yeah, but that's added for our benefit. The pre- right. the people, the fucking you know people he kills, they can't hear that shit. I wore my I wore to Halloween as, as Michael Myers when I was like four, like I don't know, I think I was, I almost said fourteen, but I wasn't doing it fourteen, but uh, maybe twelve, maybe eleven, twelve years old, and I was fucking breathing like crazy that thing. And even my cousin who took me uh, took me uh, trick or treating, she was like, "Rico, take the fucking mask off. You are sound like you're hyperventilating." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I'm doing it for dramatic effect. Like I was breathing like Michael Myers right. to be Michael Myers." And she was just like, "You're freaking me out, and you're making me think you're, ba- you're going to pass out, and I can't carry you. Stop it." Well, let me ask you my another question because we are on a bit of a time crunch tonight, and I still want to hear you talk about the new one. Um, what was it about Lori Strode that he kept stalking her specifically among anyone else that could have been in that entire town? Like, to me, they don't make that very clear. Is it is it be- simply because she showed up and dropped that key off, or is there some kind of connection? Because Deb was telling me that she's somehow connected to the Myers family, like a cousin or something. She couldn't remember what it was, but there's some connection to the Myers family, and that's why he was going after Lori specifically. She's his younger sister. Oh, okay. But see, that's not addressed in the movie either. Because that wasn't intended. It was just, look, on one hand, is it creepier for a crazy fucking nutcase to just want to kill off his bloodline? Or that he just, for some reason, is attached to Laurie Strode. Total stranger that he just wants to kill. Which is creepier? I'm, I'm legit asking you. It's not, no, it's I, not, it's, it's really I understand. A, a, a um, for me, I, I need juxtaposition. I need to know why you're going after your bloodline. So the fact that that's not described to me is, is a big disconnect. So I would say okay. the bloodline's probably creepier, but I also need that, that, even if it's not like a huge, like drawn out whole act long thing, but give me something that it tells me why he's specifically going after that person as opposed okay. to random people. So you find out she's his younger sister in the second one when she's in the hospital. Right. Um, but, but wait a minute. Is I, I, that is that because 
people had the same complaints I'm having and they went, okay, we got to clean up these plot holes or was that always the plan? That was not the plan because John Carpenter only intended on making one. And then okay. when they were starting, like the, um, whoever was producing, I think it was the Akkad family, Mustafa Akkad, who he died in uh, a bombing in like when he was visiting his family in Lebanon or something or Libya. Oh shit. Yeah. Like in 2003 or something like it, this is a dude who was like, he regarded Michael Myers as his, like he thought of it as his son. He loved Michael Myers. That's why there's so many sequels is because he just couldn't bear the fact. He's like, I can't, can't kill him. I love Michael Myers. I love, I love the mythos, but he also, the guy was weird. He was really anti blood for some reason. Like he never, but like all the increasing sequels have a lot of blood. You're just like, what are you, you don't know what you want, Mustafa. Well, yeah, um, I mean, so, I think the only blood in this one that I recalled was a little bit on her, on Laurie Strode's hand, and then the scene where he arm. kills his... What's that? On her forearm, you mean, when he cuts her? A little bit on her hand, too. There's, like, maybe it's just, like, tripling down her arm, and it, like, stops on her hand, but there's, there's a little bit... Of, like, I don't think she's actually cut on her hand as much as I think it's just, like, there. Um, oh, and she then, smashes the window to get out of the uh, It could be kitchen. that, yeah. And then the and then when he kills his sister in the beginning. It's the only two real blood scenes. Very, there's very little blood. And that's the point, is it's not a gory film. And the second one, they, they treat it more like an 80s slasher, which is really a lot of blood, a lot of gore. Well, not so much gore, but more blood. Right. Um, and more sex and nudity. Well, there's um, quite a bit of that in this one, I gotta admit. No, 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 no. I mean, like, there's more in this one. Oh, in the second. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Um, but, I mean, more blood. Like, there's a whole part where he, like, he drains a doctor. Like, he sticks in, an I he sticks in like, the IV, and mm. so she, like, and she's strapped to a gurney, and he, like, bleeds her out on the floor. Okay. I, um... Like, that's... That's what I mean. Like, buckets of blood, literally. Like, for real, I've never watched really any of the Freddy movies and any of them either. But And, and on Movie Fights this week, they did a... Um, one of the questions was best death scene in a horror film. And someone picked the uh, marionette scene from Nightmare 3. That's a really good one. I'm not going to lie. No, no, they showed it as part of the, you know, when the guy said it. With, so With the tendons being for the string. That's yep. what really... That, that, that what was were the a, other ones? You that, what's that? What were the other ones? Um, Johnny Depp's scene from the first one. Okay, that and, is a lot of blood. Well, it wasn't about gore. It was just about what is it? What was the coolest death scene? Was the actual question? For and the then, Nightmare on Elm Street movies, or just horror films in general? Horror films in general. Um, wow, so two of them were chosen for a Nightmare. Okay, and then the third one was. Um, I think it's called Deep Blue Sea, the shark movie with Sam Jackson and Thomas Jane. And LL Cool J, who's also in Halloween H2O. Right. I remember. And Buster Rhymes is in that too, isn't he? Yeah, I remember Buster no, Rhymes uh, in H2O. Buster Rhymes is in Halloween Resurrection, which is he is. I'll Maybe get that's to the it. one I saw then. Maybe it wasn't H2O. I think it was H2O. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that, so yeah, and then there's a scene apparently in that movie where Sam Jackson's talking and the shark comes out of nowhere and like rips him into the... Yeah, he gives this real rallying speech of like, we're gonna stick together. We, we're gonna fucking, like he's basically, I've had it with these motherfucking sharks and this motherfucking thing. Yeah. Like it's basically, but expanded 
And like he like it's like okay, it's like thirty seconds. And he's like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna kill these fucking things. And Ray's like, we're gonna. And then all of a sudden, shark just leaps out and grabs him and pulls him in. Yep. And they're just like, okay, we're all fucked. The yeah. guy who was so, bringing us all together just like died in front of us. So that was the one question. The other question you might enjoy. I really recommend you watch this movie fights because it's really up your alley because it's all okay. horror based. But. Um, the other one that they asked that I think you would appreciate was who would win a fight between Jason, Freddy, and Michael Myers. Freddy. It, that's that's the one that won. The, but you know those yeah. aren't based on what would be. It's based on the argument. So that's who gave the best argument was the Freddy person. But I mean, I don't, I don't want to derail our our thing. No. But like honestly, if they were if Michael Myers and Jason were asleep, Freddy automatically win. That's just a given. And to emphasize that, if you remember watching Freddy vs. Jason, yeah, the people think Jason won because he fucking cuts off Freddy's head and he well, shows right. him walking up of the Crystal Lake holding Freddy's head. But then right. Freddy looks at us and winks, which right. means maybe the whole fucking thing was a dream in the first place. Yeah, well, that's and that was one of the arguments that was made was that scene. So, yeah, yeah. so I hear it. Um, the one argument so you would appreciate though is that they say that yeah. Michael Myers is immortal because he's the shape, which I do. I do found interesting. That's how he was listed as in the credits as the shape. Yeah. Um, there's actually three listings of yep. him because it's uh, Mike Myers six, Mike Myers twenty three, and the shape, which is inaccurate. He should be twenty one. That was a error or something. I don't know why. I don't know why yeah. someone fucked that up. It, I noticed that. Even John Carpenter is like John Carpenter is like I don't know why the fuck that is. That that is totally inaccurate. He would be twenty one. Right. They interviewed they interviewed John Carpenter recently, and for those who are fans of Michael Myers and Halloween, any diehard fan knows that Michael's real name is Audrey. Okay. And like John, for some reason, that's just what it is. Uh, John Carpenter was being interviewed for the new one, and the press junket guy asked him, "He's like, what's up with Michael Myers' real name?" He's like, "I have no idea. I never did that. That's not me." I've never even heard of that until you just told me. So for 40 years, John Carpenter didn't even know what Michael Myers' middle name is. So it's, the mythology kind of gets skewed every once in a while. People make their own shit. But so, so let's talk I'll, about the new one. Let's let's tell me tell me about the no. Well, first I ha- off, I, I have to go through. I have to really just rush through it because the, the new one is a new timeline. Okay, right. so let me it explain picks up right after the one I just watched. Right. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so does the second one. So it's right. ignoring the second one. Right. I've heard that. Now, when you, because I'm going to, I'm basically going to, about to just sit back and let you go, but I have one quick question before I do that. Um, You told me, and I don't want you to get into details necessarily, that you did not have a good experience going to this movie. Did that sully the movie, or is that two separate things altogether? Um, a little bit of both. Let me put, I want to see uh, Halloween 2018 again. I want to okay. see it with Stephanie. I want to see it in theaters again and just get and go to a you know a more quiet theater. Okay. That was really my. I'm not going to expand on on everything, but like Michael and I went to see it, and it was just everyone was talking, and it was driving me and Michael crazy. And I'm not the person, despite what you all might think of me, <laughs> I am not that person that will yell "shut the fuck up" in a movie theater. But that night I did. Because I was so fucking frustrated because every time Michael Myers killed someone, they all had to talk for 30 seconds about, oh my God, you see him kill someone? Like, yeah, motherfucker, we all watched him kill someone. And I just couldn't, I just lost my cool for one minute. And I just yelled out, shut the fuck up. 
And they all laughed at me and told me, shut the fuck up. And Michael Lee, nobody's like, we are really outnumbered right now. Don't do that again. Yeah, like, just, he's, yeah. Anyway, all right. So you were going to make a point, though. So go for it. All right. So you, everything I'm going to tell you is going to be, all your questions are going to be answered in this little fucking rant, okay? Um, so second one, he is revealed that he's Laurie Strode's brother. Uh, you don't. It doesn't explain why he still is after them, but you can you can understand like, well, he killed his older sister for some reason. He wants to kill his younger sister. Then at the end of Halloween two, not this new one, the one from nineteen eighty, right? Uh, he gets set on fire and presumably dies and burns. But it turns out he's in a coma uh, for later films. In the third film, it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. So I heard a huge, that like once. Uh, it's called Halloween three: Season of the Witch. And what the intent was, was John Carpenter and Deborah Hill didn't want to make another uh, Michael Myers film. They wanted to make an anthology series, someone, American Horror Story or whatever. Each new movie was going to be a story of Halloween, uh, similar to the film uh, Trick or Treat, which is a really campy, fucking great horror film uh, and really funny. Uh, so, But the third, the third movie has nothing to do with Michael Myers, which... Really pissed me off because I remember watching the entire movie and like, when the fuck does Michael Myers show up? It's all about like. It's, Did they not advertise that when it was coming out or what? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if they were saying Michael Myers come, but I do know they advertised heavily for the next one because the next one's called uh, Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers because they were like. Everyone did not like the third movie, even though it's a decent horror film. If you ignore the fact it's not a Halloween film, well, it's Season of the Witch would actually it, been an amazing film. It's it's kind of like I mean it's probably a bad comparison, but it's like the fourth Jason Bourne movie that has Jeremy Renner, and it's not Jason um, Bourne. Yeah, 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 calling it the Bourne Legacy, and there's no Bourne. Yeah, it's sort of the same thing. Yeah, go ahead. Even, even though it still fits in the same world. I mean, they still talk about Jason. Yeah, I mean, I see your analogy. It's not crystal clear, but it works. Um, <laughs> you just want to shit on anything I'm saying because I shat on your movie so hard. That's all you want to do. That's right, buddy. Um, so Halloween <laughs> 4, uh, uh, Lori Strode had, has faked her death, but before that, she'd had a daughter named Jamie after Jamie Lee Curtis as a tribute to Jamie Lee Curtis. Sure. Uh, played by Danielle Harris, who does actually this, where it, like Jamie Lee Curtis was is now known as the ultimate scream queen. Danielle Harris is like the next generation. She's been in other horror films since she's been Hatchet. Her first movie was um, Halloween Four, so it's all Michael Myers is in like being transported. Why the fuck do they transport this guy? Why why he's in a coma? Just fucking throw him down a cliff. Just fucking be done with him. But no, otherwise, continuity and plot. So he's in a coma, and it's Halloween Eve, and they, the nurse and the doctor uh, talk about his niece, the fact that he has a niece, and that snaps him out of his coma, and he kills them and then escapes and then fucking goes back to Haddonfield. Jamie is um, living under, um, has a foster sister and has a foster family. And I guess it's sort of public knowledge that she, like Michael Myers is her uncle. Kids are teasing her. So the fourth film ends with them defeating Michael Myers after he's been stalking her, which I got to admit for a horror movie standby, it is really kind of unique for having the Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees type, Leatherface type 
chasing after a little girl. That's really unique because right. usually it's a teenager or a bunch of teenagers or adults to have it be a, a, a nine-year-old girl who really can't do shit to defend herself against evil incarnate essentially is a really nice way of doing it. So at the end of that one, like Michael Myers is defeated, but then she like is, is implied the evil, like Michael Myers is evil infected her. And so she stabs her foster mother with a pair of scissors wearing a, a, a clown mask, similar to how he did when he was six. Right. Then the next one, it's a year after that. Michael Myers was taken in by a fucking hermit and he was recuperating. And then, um, for some reason, Jamie is like unable to speak. She just loses the ability to speak. And Dr. Loomis is like, Dr. Loomis is, gets crazier and crazier and crazier with each sequel. He is becomes this, more deranged. Like, is it the same actor all the way through? Just curious. Yeah, Donald, Donald Pleasance is in one, two, four, five, and six. He actually died in the middle of filming six, which is why there was a lot of production issues with on top of that. Okay, fair enough. Just curious. Uh, but like he, he, he gets burned with Michael Myers, so you presume dead in the second one as well. So the fourth and fifth one, he's got all these fucked up like scars and burns on his face. And he's just like, Michael Myers is here! Eva's here! Like in the first movie, he's super like, you know, kind of well-reserved. He's, like, he's just talking to the sheriff. That Loomis is gone. He is oh. in the second one, the fourth one, the fifth one. He's like going and like shooting like his gun in the air, being like, "Everyone, get the fuck out of the street!" Michael Myers is in town. By the way, couple other pieces of inconsistency you just reminded me of from the movie. Number one, great when they're driving to the to babysit these kids, they're driving around forever, and it's daylight. They turn a corner, and it's like it's eight the, o'clock at night. I know. That's number one. Number two, the doctor standing outside Mike Myers' house for what's presumed to be hours, which is fine. And then all of a sudden, he just turns to the left. And, oh, there's the car that's been sitting there the whole fucking time that was stolen from him the night before. Yeah, I didn't say it was a perfect movie. No, you kind of did. Anyway, go ahead. No, I love the movie. I didn't say it was a perfect movie. I definitely said it was an independent film. All right. Well, you, I mean, you were making points leading I, I up to the new one. I can I can nitpick the movie as well. There's a there's a part where there's not uh, a lot of Michael nitpicking Myers, here. It's in your face. The okay. Look. All right. Look. There's a part where when Michael Myers is standing behind the brush and they're walking towards it, and like Lori is talking to her friend and being like, "Yeah, there's a guy standing over here looking at us," and she's like, "Oh, there's no one there." And then she walks over, like, "Lori, someone here wants to talk to you." And as she's standing there talking shit. You see a puff of smoke go past her face because J John Carpenter was sitting right behind there, smoking a cigarette. Okay, but see that kind of stuff. I first off, I didn't catch that, but that's just not a thing. But like, <laughs> no, but they made it feel sound like the Mike Myers original house was like across town. No, it's across the fucking street. I mean, yeah. And the doctor what? stood out there for hours, and the car was just parked on the street with signage on it. It's not like he took the signage off. The it's a of pretty like, well noticed. Yeah, it's a pretty recognizable fucking car. I, I admit it. Doctor Loomis definitely, for being a fucking brilliant doctor, did not just look behind him. I I, I acknowledge that, dude. But at the end, there wouldn't be a fucking movie for us to talk about. So right. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, 
So I'm trying to stop this thing in 10 minutes so we can stop it right at Halloween time because that would be fun, but I don't think it's going to happen. Go uh, ahead. All right. Four four and five is all about the niece. Uh, they, they stop Doc. They stop him again. And then the sixth one, which it's been a while since I've seen it. This is when you find out everything about why Michael Myers does what he does, why he's indestructible, why he's after his fucking family. So it took six movies to fill plot holes. Basically, four, five, and six are its own. it's, It's basically a curse of Michael Myers trilogy. So they give hints little by little in the four, five, and but finally six, they explain everything, more or less. And it is dog shit. I'm sure. Sort of. In the fifth one, at the end of the fifth one, Michael Myers gets captured. And so he's in jail. And all the prison guards are giving him shit. Jamie's happy. We caught him. We caught him. We caught, we, you know, we, we blah, 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 blah. Then a mysterious man in black, and I don't mean Johnny Cash. I mean like a guy <laughs> who's wearing like a black trench coat and, and like, Fedora, you never see his face, and he's got like fucking the silver spurs on black boots. Like he, re- he's known as the Man in Black. He's just—it's a dark uh, man. He kind of is like—he's a dark man figure. So he yeah. has been popping up every once in a while throughout the films. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Is this Michael Myers' dad? What? What is? Who is this? Michael Myers? Is he changing costumes? What the fuck is this? This fucking dude, uh, machine gun fires, kills all the cops. Uh, breaks Michael out with like dynamite and then takes Michael and Jamie captive. And that's how the movie ends. The sixth one starts with Jamie, year, now older, pregnant. And it is also kind of weirdly implied that it's also Michael's baby. So incest like, now. In, incest, but you, all right, you find out. Do you remember the doctor who was yelling at, at uh, Dr. Loomis about like where he learned how to drive a car. Was that a doctor yelling at him about that? Or the the head of the hospital, the head of the clinic. Oh, I thought it was a cop. But anyway, go ahead. Before he leaves for Haddonfield is what I'm talking about. There's a part in the beginning where he's just like, you know, how do you even learn how to drive a car? He's never driven a car. He's like, he was doing fine last night. That whole, that whole conversation. Was that when he was on the payphone before he finds the body? That was before. That was before. Okay. I, I don't remember that. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't remember that. It, does, it doesn't matter. He is a, he's an old friend of Dr. Loomis. He is the man in black. And while he is the one, this is what it gets really fucking stupid. And I know you're like, I know you're being a trooper and hanging on. And all to our listeners, if I was spoiling all this whole fucking thing, trust me, this is worth it. The You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow. Ow. Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 
15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The doctor is not Dr. Loomis, but the other guy has been orchestrating this whole fucking thing from the very beginning. And what he did was he placed a curse, as the title, Crystal Michael Myers, on young Michael Myers, which is known as the Curse of Thorn, like Rose Thorn. Okay. And it's an old druid curse, which gives him super fucking strength and invincibility. But the curse fills him with rage. And in order to satiate the curse, he has to try and end his bloodline on Halloween. Because Halloween is uh, Samhain, which I think is is like a druid word for Halloween, which is all about blah, 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 blah. That's why he's got to kill his fucking bloodline. That's why it's on Halloween. That's why the motherfucker won't die. That's why. Now, I'm with you. I'm kind of at a loss for words when I found that out. I'm like, this is, this is what it is? This is what we're doing? Okay. So, literally, the sixth movie is all about Michael Myers. He kills Jamie, played by a different actress this time, which is a whole other story we won't talk about. And her ba- and, but she hides her baby after she gives birth. Fucking Paul Rudd, fucking Ant-Man, finds a baby. And now Michael Myers is trying to kill this baby. And it's, it's literally Paul Rudd and Dr. Loomis running away from Michael Myers holding a baby. It is... <clears throat> It is. I, I'm not making this up. I know you're not. That's the funniest part. So uh, then H2O. I'm almost done with the with this whole. Can I, wait really quick? I'm not going to talk about the fucking remake. Really quick. Yeah, please don't do that. Yeah. But we oh got a, a number of episodes ago. You proposed a Michael Myers story from oh a dream God. you had. What? Yeah. You're proposed story sounds better than all of this combined. I'm just saying. I know. It got fucked up. See, that's what was really fucked up. When I saw the new one, I'm like, oh shit, my movie's way better. Yeah. I mean, I haven't even seen that one. I can tell you that... Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) Alright, so H2O ignores 4, 5, and 6. Yeah, I and And I don't remember much about it, so please just Treat it like I never saw it because I really don't okay. remember much. Jamie Lee, uh, Laurie Strode had faked her death, which we did talk about earlier. She's now under the uh, name Carrie Tate, I think. And she, she's now a headmistress of a prestigious California school in Northern California. So, my area. Okay. She has a son, played by Josh Hartman, and Michael Myers, for some reason, waited 20 years to fucking go find her again. He goes to the in the movie that you saw, oh, the, the original, there's the nurse minute. that's smoking in the car. You said H2O. Is that why it's called H2O? Because he waited 20 years? It's called Halloween H2O 20 years later. Why did, what the fuck did you think? You thought it was Dude, Halloween water? No, but I didn't know what the purpose of the H2O was. I'm telling you, I didn't care about this when I went to see it. I didn't even pay for it. The guy I went with was like, I will pay for it. Just go. It's 1978, 1998. That's exactly okay. what it is. Okay. Go ahead. I'm actually I'm actually more amazed of that than anything. You know, 20 years later. What do you think H2O I, stood for? I, I had no idea. I knew it wasn't water. I'm not that stupid. I mean, I know H2O means water, but I knew that's not what it meant for the movie. I just didn't know what. Yeah. To be fair, H2O is an awful title. I'm not going to lie. It's a fucking awful title. Okay. 
so he goes and fucking is, you know, stocks and blah, blah, blah. And, but honestly, it is really one of the better films because it's uh, Laurie Strode is like an alcoholic and she's going crazy and it's damaged her relationship with her son. I vaguely and, remember that. Yeah. And then it, it ends with her being like, fuck this. I am done with this bullshit. And she goes squares up against Michael Myers and fucking like, Spoiler, because this whole thing is full of spoilers, cuts his motherfucking head off with an axe. And, and you're yeah. thinking, holy shit. Holy shit. That's that's amazing. They should just end the series right there. But no. What it shows is that while Michael Myers is, was quote-unquote unconscious and no one was around him, an orderly came over to check on the body because you're an idiot. And then <laughs> Michael Myers grabbed the guy, crushed his larynx, Put him in the Michael Myers suit and mask, and then put this guy's fucking uh, suit on, his orderly suit, and then walk the fuck away, and no one noticed that, oh, this is really disfigured dude, not looking or talking to anybody, just holding a knife, walking in the woods, and Laurie Strode cuts off another dude's head. And that's where Resurrection starts, and that's all I'm going to say, except for the fact that in Resurrection, they kill, he kills her in the very beginning of the film. He, like, finds her in the fucking sanitarium, or she, she's in the nuthouse with the wrong guy, and then he, like, stabs her in the back. Literally, stabs her in the back. She gives him a, a kiss on the mask lips. She's like, says, see you in hell. Then he throws her off a building, and you're like, wow, that was a horrible fucking decision you guys made. Thanks, Barrett Max. And then that was an awful film, well, and then Buster Rhymes is in that one, and oh, yeah, it was really bad. Buster Rhymes, your- Rhymes, Bruce... Bruce Lee's Michael Myers. Like he is, he does a Bruce Lee fucking Kung Fu kick and goes, and like, like kicks him across the fucking room, sets him on fire and calls him like makes a fucking like, you know, crispy chicken, Michael Myers, like Colonel Sanders. Like what the fuck? What is what? Well, first off, first with foreign bullshit sounds way better than what the fuck I just saw. I will say that the reason they killed Laurie Strode, because you said Miramax, so immediately my first thought is they killed her in the first five minutes because she wouldn't blow Weinstein. That's just my opinion. But Ooh. I, I don't know, think she's his type. I I think if it's warm and wet, it's his type. I don't really think oh, there's like, God. shit. I don't think he's very discriminatory. Um... All right, so then there was a remake and there was a sequel to the remake, which I don't even really want. Well, you can Rob, discuss you that. Know, and, and very quickly, I saw the first like half hour of the Rob Zombie one. And the reason why I only saw the half, first half hour is I was with an ex-girlfriend of mine who, by the way, completely off topic, we went, we did dress up for Halloween one year to get the one year we were together for it. And I was Sheldon and she was Amy from the Big Bang Theory. So that was kind of fun. Um, but... Okay. I have a picture of it somewhere I can show you. I'll send it to you when I find it. But um, that said, um, we were watching that movie. Actually, it might have been that night that we we did that. Um, and we just fell asleep because we were tired. So it's the reason why I never saw the rest of it. But uh, Okay. No, because that one, I, the point is that one seemed kind of intriguing. Like, that one actually seemed, like, kind of interesting to me. It expands so much about why Michael Myers did what he did, which is really... He is just a damaged kid. He's right. just, you know, his mom's a stripper. His sister is a sort of slutty bitch. 
and always always beating him up. And his stepfather is William Forsythe, which is just enough to be said. Uh, who's always okay. like calling him Michelle and blah 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 and calling him a little fag and all that shit. And he's getting bullied by one of the fucking the the kid from Spy Kids. Okay. And so we'll- fine, but he also is experimenting with like killing animals and shit like that. So one day he just fucking snaps and yeah. Dev and I were both kind of... That was the most disturbing part of the movie we watched tonight was when he kills the dog, honestly. Oh, in the in the first one? Yeah. You may not have caught the fact that he also eats them. Okay. No, I don't think I caught that, but... There's a part where Dr. Loomis and the sheriff go into Meyer's house and said, oh, oh my yes. God, what did they no. Yeah, I did. I remember that. Now I'm talking about, but you actually see him, like... You don't see him kill the the German Shepherd or whatever it was, but... You see the dog jump up and it's right, but you don't kind of see that. You just see the legs kind of like drop down because it stops kicking, you know. Well, you hear it whine, and you hear it whine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Um, it's definitely like. Whereas Rob Zombie just said "fuck it," and when he made a sequel, it actually showed Michael Myers kill and eat a German Shepherd. Well, there you go. So, what about the new one? Because I'll tell you right now, I saw I saw a trailer and I've seen some commercials since, and the. And the one trailer, it looked like they had, and I think I talked to you about this before, but I'm bringing it up again. It looked like Mike Myer, Michael Myers was standing in the middle of like what would be like a prison yard, you know. Yeah. Um, and someone comes up to him and holds the mask out and is talking to him about something, but I don't remember what he says. Honestly, I just don't remember. And then this is Michael. You know, I have something for you. And he brings him the mask. So. That yeah. actually looked like like that intrigued me because it was like, why would you want to let this motherfucker free? Um, so do you want me to not spoil it, or do you want me to like try and spoil it as little as possible? You do what you need to do, Rico, because I I don't know that I'm going to watch it, and even if I do, I'll probably forget most of it anyway. All right, but we are in agreement that this is be the end of the episode. Whatever I'm going to say, we'll discuss it, and then I'll be the end of the episode. Yeah? Pretty much, yeah. We'll do our usual okay. wrap-up. I'm, and, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying that for, for our listeners, if you have not seen the new Halloween 2018, uh, you can stop right now because then we'll, we're gonna, we're, it'll end with us talking about it. Right, yeah. So Because if we say anything after that, it'll be probably limited. So thank you yeah. for listening. For those who are disappearing now and the rest of us the yeah. rest of you get ready for spoilers okay um so that guy who's holding the mask is a podcaster so him and the did you see the trailer with the woman in the bathroom in the urinal and she's like or whatever so even if i woman, did the only thing i remember from anything is that is the guy okay. in the prison yard so it's a man and a woman they're podcasters and they just want to discuss it and they're hoping that with the mask it'll elicit a response maybe even get michael myers to talk okay that's what that is we're just trying to get a reaction um so remember how i said there was different timelines what this retcons oh yeah 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 this has nothing to do uh michael myers and laurie stewart are not siblings and okay that that was a real like oh this is this just this picks up directly from the from the end of the first movie. It retcons the second movie. It, it retcons the entire fucking thing. So as far as they're concerned, it's just the original and this one. So there's multiple timelines. There's the there's the original. Then there's the second one, and then there's H two O and Resurrection. That's that that's that one. Then there's the first one, 
Then there's four, five, and six, all about Jamie and the Curse of Thorn, blah, 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 blah. Then there's the remake and that pre- piece of shit sequel. Then there's the original and this one. So really, basically what it is is just, let's say, fuck it, and just say, okay, the original, that's the one that everyone likes, except for CJ. <laughs> then let's branch off of that one, which I'm just waiting for it to be like, oh, we're going to make a prequel to Halloween, which shows how blah, 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 his parents fucked in a druid curse cult thing and an orgy, and that's why he's all fucked up. I, that's that's the movie I'm expecting because Hollywood just said fuck it. Um, now before I be before I uh, continue, I will say that I do want to see it again, and I did like a lot of the movie, but there's also a shit ton of shit that I'm like, wow, that was a really weird decision. Um, Michael Myers escapes, Laurie Strode. Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. What they did in H2O, they expanded on, which is instead of her just being a, you know, sort of an alcoholic freak who's got some serious PTSD, they also made her like have her own bomb shelter and mm. like stacks of weapons and traps. And, oh, and so, she's been like. So Laurie Strode meets Sarah Connor. Laurie Strode meets Sarah Connor. Laurie Strode meets Rambo, essentially. Okay. So there's a lot of that. Um, and it talks about how like her daughter, played by Judy Greer, um, Judy Greer from like, she was in the Jurassic World. I don't know. You, 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 she's that woman that you would recognize. Like, oh, her. Um, she plays Laurie Strode's daughter, and they're not speaking because they, uh, whatever. And so there's another, there's another, there's a granddaughter. So there's these three Strode women all have their own issues because of that night. Because Lori Strode has issues from that person. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Right. It fucked her up. It defined her, defines who she is now, blah, blah, blah. Um, Michael Myers escapes again. And I will say this. The guy who plays Michael Myers is amazing. Because there's a lot of parts where it shows him walking around without the mask, but you never see his face. It's always like you see the side of his face. You always see the back of his head. You always see like a little bit of his beard. He looks like an old man who's bald and has a slight, some white hair on, on his, on his face, like a white stubble. Right. He looks like, he looks like what he would look like. You look like an old man, essentially. Um, and that's Nick Castle. That's the original actor who played Michael Myers in the original Halloween. He comes back and does all those scenes and all those shots. Yeah. You when, mentioned it's, when it's that. Michael Myers wearing the mask, it's a stuntman. But the stuntman obviously like was trained by Nick Castle like, because it's pretty spot on. It's like it's very fluid how Michael Myers walks and talks and moves his head and stabs and blah blah blah. Um one of the things I had issues with is that you can very much tell when it's Danny McBride dialogue as opposed to David Gordon Green dialogue. Well, was there like a script change halfway through or some shit? No, no. Uh, they wrote it together. But they okay. have very different voices. David Gordon Green is the guy who directed Pineapple Express and and Superbad. 
And Danny McBride is the guy who plays sort of the secondary antagonist in Pineapple Express. He plays Red. He, I always call him the evil Seth Rogen because he's like another schlubby, uh, witty, funny comedian, but he always looks like he's got a morbid edge. So they wrote this fucking movie together because they're obviously fans. And I see that they're obviously fans. There's a part which is screams Danny McBride where Laurie Strode's son-in-law is fucking with a mousetrap and he's putting peanut butter as the bait. He, it snaps in his hand, not like, not hurts him, but just snaps. And he gets peanut butter all over him. And he says, oh man, I got peanut butter all over my penis. That is a line in Halloween 2018. That is a line in a, in a movie, period. That should not be a line. Because no one would ever say that. Ever. Well, and nobody and would it, ever take off their entire set of clothing in the kitchen because they spilled some butter on themselves either. But that's... he He's not naked. It's just on his pants. So he didn't say, oh, man, I got peanut butter on my pants. Like, and he looks... He, there's a, I, when I said it, I gave a sort of a half a pause. Like, oh, man, I got peanut butter all over my penis. Because that's how he says it. It implies he's about to say, like, hands or fingers or pants or legs or whatever. But he said penis. First off, the word penis should never be uttered in a movie, ever. It's an ugly word. It's stupid. It doesn't, it just, it throws people off. The fact that it's in a fucking Halloween movie just was like, wait, what? Now I admit, I laughed my fucking ass. I laughed my penis off. But, but hey, everybody. But it should not have been in that movie. It was just such a bizarre fucking line. Uh, There's one more part. This doesn't ruin shit. There's one more part where these two cops are literally having a Tarantino conversation, but it's not as good as Tarantino. They're in the, they're like in a police car and for like three minutes, maybe less, but it feels like three minutes talking about Vietnamese sandwiches. This is the conversation. One cop said, Hey, have you ever heard about these Vietnamese sandwiches? It's called blah, blah, blah. And you should try it because what they do is they make it like this. And you put out, it's a very specific type of blah, blah, blah. It's blah, a blah, 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 cheese blah, blah. conversation, basically. That, that's what I'm saying, but without yeah. any wit. Right. It's just right. like, and and then he says, oh, so about the sandwich, um, I had them make your very own specific sandwich for you. So I brought you a sandwich for lunch. And the other cop says, oh, well, I already brought my own lunch. He's like, oh, well, what did you bring for your lunch? Pulls out a fucking thing, and it's a brownie and like some chocolate pudding. And then the other cop says, oh, that's like a lunch that a five-year-old would make if he made his own lunch. Why is the scene in this fucking movie? <laughs> in no in no scenario did this movie, did that scene help the fucking movie? Michael Myers didn't shut them up for me. It, just, it Then it goes on to another scene, and you're like, what the fuck? Okay, that was weird. Why? Why is this in the fucking movie? Right. Um, Judy Greer can't act, and I fucking hate her uh, in this movie because she's very just one-dimensional character. I like her though. I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, and I I always had a bit of a crush. So maybe that's what it boils down to. But I'm not saying she's not. I'm not saying she's not attractive. She's definitely attractive, and she's attractive in this movie. But I think they emphasize that she was kind of useless throughout this whole film, except for one part where. Michael Myers has tracked the women, all, all the Strode women, to the, Lori's house, which is in the middle of the fucking woods. It's away from everybody. 
And as you find out, it's on purpose to lead Michael Myers there so she could trap him in there and burn the house down, essentially. And, like, the women are in the bunker with all the guns and shit. I'm basically ruining the movie, the ending for you. That's fine. But she does this thing where she has her rifle. She's aiming it up at the fucking uh, stairwell because she's in the basement. And she's, like, sobbing uncontrollably. Mom, I can't do it. I just can't fucking do it. I can't. I'm not strong enough. And Michael Myers steps into frame. And then she says, "Got." she basically says, gotcha, bitch. And then she, like, aims it perfectly and shoots him in the shoulder, which means she didn't aim it perfectly. Right. And then Laurie's it's There's a whole scene where Laurie and Michael Myers are fucking squaring up against each other. They do a lot of... I Obviously, I can, I can tell that the writers and the director love the original Halloween. Because there are some great callbacks to the first one. In particular, there's a part where Laurie gets knocked off the balcony and Michael Myers hears the granddaughter like say something. And he turns to look at her and then turns to look back at the balcony and looks down and, and Laurie's gone. Just right. like the ending of the original right. film. Right. So essentially, she is now stalking him. And... There's a, there's a lot of like, oh shit, that's like that one part. And oh shit, there's like that one scene. So then they fucking trap Michael Myers in the basement. They tell him, like, basically, this is, this is not, um, this is not a, like, an escape. This is a prison for you. And they, they, she sets some switches and that starts like all these flames going around inside the basement. And Michael Myers is staring up at them through like a trap door with bars that he can't get through. And his flames are like building around him. And, it's, and what we understand is that now he's dead. Now he's burnt. Now there's no more Michael Myers movies. Wrong. They're going to make a fucking sequel. Which, if you're Laurie Strode, and I, even the minimum I've told you about CJ is that she's been doing this for 40 years. She's been obsessed with this fucking thing for 40 years. You're telling me that she didn't airtight that shit. You're telling me that he's going to fucking climb out of a window that she just happened to forget. That's my whole thing. If they just end it perfectly, it would have been like, okay, that's it. That, that's a great ending, except there's no character arc for all these women. They, right. Yes, they sort of they dealt with Michael Myers together in a weird way, but for Judy Greer especially, there's no there's no arc. What I think I would have changed it were at least Laurie Strode dies. Kill Laurie, have her burn with Michael Myers, and then have the daughter and granddaughter realize that you know, Lori was right all along. They shouldn't, you know, everything that had happened that night has impacted their fucking life. It's just, I don't know. There's, there's, there's some things that they could have just expanded on. And there is a twist in the movie that is just like, oh, fuck you. Which is really, there. I call him the anti-Loomis. And he is this, do he's Michael Myers' new doctor. And just like Dr. Loomis, he's obsessed with him. You find out that he orchestrated this whole fucking thing where he let Michael Myers free because whereas Loomis wanted to keep him in, keep the evil contained, this fucking guy wanted to watch Michael Myers run free and out in the wild so he could study the, the evil out in the wild. Right. And you're, you watch it and you're just like, oh, fuck you. Because there's more to it, but I don't want to ruin that much of a twist if you decide to watch it. Because I want you at least to, to redeem yourself, have the same reaction where I do. I'm like, Oh, fuck you. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, I had that reaction a few times through the first one, so. Well, based on what I just told you, did you 
does it sound exciting? Does this new one, like, did I, like... No. Yeah, see, I when I walked out there, I was like, is it just because they everyone was talking the entire time, or was it just not a great movie? I just, it was just disappointing. I mean, I liked parts of it, but it was just disappointing. Well, here's the thing, I, though, I real quick. I would give it a 6 out of 10. Well, here's the thing, real quick. Like, I don't have the same reverence for the series that you do. So... Right. And that and, and that's not meant as a shot or anything, but the point of that is that if I don't have that reverence for the for the thing, you describing it the way that you would have to like really sell me to get me to be like that sounds really amazing. You know what I mean? And you liked my my nightmare a whole lot more than the whole plot of the entire series I just told you, right? Right, I, and I really did. That's not bullshit. I actually did enjoy what you were putting together. I did too. I, I thought I came up with a fucking great idea. I wish I could have like written a fucking Danny McBride and just be like, just do this. Yeah, I would. I I'd probably watch your movie before any of these other ones. Maybe that's what I should just do. I should just fucking make a new Halloween movie. Well, if we can find a you know someone to pay for it. Well, I mean, you're gonna bitch about how it's an indie production, anyways. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> On that note, happy Halloween, CJ. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween now, all of our listeners. I'm trying to find something to show you, but it's not coming up. I was going to try to find that picture of me as Sheldon. but well, show, show me later. I got to take uh, sugar out. Oh, that's the update, is that Stephanie has now moved into my my place, and we now have a dog and a cat and a woman and a man all living together. So it's very cramped in here. Yeah, I can imagine because you don't have a large amount of space to begin with. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty tight, pretty tightly sealed. Well, but we're we're gonna we're gonna unload some stuff tomorrow, so we'll we'll work on it. How dare you call Stephanie stuff? That's just wrong. Well, at least I didn't call her Stephanie. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Uh, CJ here with a few thank yous, and to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. For Podeskew, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts on your iPhone, and Google Play Music on your Android phone to listen to, subscribe, rate, and comment on the show, or the Listen Notes podcast search engine at www.listennotes.com. Go there, type in Podeskew, all one word, and you can stream us right there. If you want to agree with or yell at us directly, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Podeskew. Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. If you need to contact the show for promotional reasons, tweet Stephanie at Podeskew PR. Check out Rico's YouTube channel, Rico's Rants, on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash Rico's Rants. Thank you to Dubbed in English for our opening theme music, 96 Reasons. They're no longer online, but you can contact me for a copy of the full song or the whole Plan 9 EP. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for our closing music, Theme Askew. You can find his music on SoundCloud at www.soundcloud.com slash Samuel-Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. <laughs>
Ask you.